Hello and welcome to RGU Talk, the official podcast of Robert Gordon University. I'm your host, Johnny Milne, and with me this week is one of RGU's most popular lecturers from the School of Creative and Cultural Business. It's Dr. Rachel Ironside. Rachel, welcome to RGU Talk. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll say right off the bat, I called you one of our most popular lecturers and you shook your head <laughs> vigorously when <laughs> yes. I did that. But it's not just hyperbole because last year RGU Union awarded you one of the lecturers of the year so I mean how did that feel? Uh, yeah really very very honoured indeed I think uh, you know you, you try your best I think through the year to try and um, uh, make the students have a really nice and um, enjoyable experience through the course um, but it's sometimes difficult to tell how they're getting on and everyone's very busy so um, yeah no it was, it was really very honouring and uh, I was very very lucky to receive it. So, And I understand the award wasn't just because of your teaching methods and your general attitude but the caring for your students led you to spending the floor spending the night on a floor of an Indian hospital you you need to tell us a bit more about that <laughs> uh, yeah that's correct uh, it was part of a project we did a, a couple of years or a year and a half ago now called RTU Go India and we took 12 students from the school out to India to run a event over there a health and well-being event um, and unfortunately a couple of weeks into the project one of our students um, became quite ill had got a, a bit of sunstroke and uh, ended up up in the hospital and um, uh, we, we needed to stay with the student overnight um, and because it was a female ward as well I ended up staying with the student um, unfortunately there weren't any sort of visitor facilities there so um, there wasn't any beds or anything like that so um, I ended up sleeping on the floor uh, with the students um, with my little travel pillow which I bought <laughs> at the airport uh, to keep me company um, but to, you know it was fine to be honest the student I felt more sorry for her because when she woke up in the morning she woke up to see a bleary-eyed pretty dis, you know disheveled <laughs> lecturer lying on her floor um looking up at her so i yeah i'm not sure she ever quite got over that site so in the life of an rgu student yeah yeah and a lecturer too <laughs> <laughs> now you're a lecturer in events management here at rgu um and we're really here today to talk about the incredible festivals that your students have been putting on in recent years um both through the aberdeen student festival and the main event so how did these come about? How did these become part of the course? So the main event's been running since the course started, really. So, um, well, five years. It's a, it's a fourth year module. Um, and the idea of the main event was really to give the students the opportunity to apply all of the skills and the experiences that they learn through the course in events management to a, a sort of big final project. So they've got something to show for that at the end. Um, the course is like, it's very employability focused as well. So we wanted to give them something um, fantastic they can put on their CV too. Um, it was also a great opportunity to uh, do something that had a bit of impact for the community as well so the students uh, put on a charity event for um, yeah, for their selected charity and raise funds and awareness for them as well so it came from really an intention to give students that experience um, but also to to create a bit of impact through the course as well for the community and then of course there's a festival module which is one of our third year modules um, and that's been around for a couple of years now um, it evolved out of a music module that we had for the students for the students put on a music um, event and we wanted to give them a little bit more of a challenge but also we were talking a lot with um, the 
likes of Aberdeen festivals and again the, the local community and you know obviously we're very aware that there's a move towards trying to create a more cultural scene in Aberdeen and it seemed like a real opportunity for our students who are incredibly creative and very connected to uh, the culture in in Aberdeen to 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 contribute towards that so it came about through um, talking with Aberdeen festivals and finding a, a slot really that um, that fitted for the students and and then we had Aberdeen Student Festival and it's, it's been very successful since then and mm-hmm. um, and very enjoyable to to work on and hopefully for the students as well. And for the students who do uh, take part in the festival what is it that is involved in that what is it that they get to do? What we do is we provide the students with a brief. So this year, uh, the brief is to put on an arts and cultural event um, within the city, but also taking into consideration the year of young people as well. Um, so they've got lots of flexibility within that brief, but they should put on an event that sort of fulfills that. They work in smaller groups, so they're in groups of eight, and each of those groups puts on an event as part of the festival, so it's a separate event. But they also work together as a bigger festival team to create a sort of theme for the festival. So the last couple of years, that theme been uh, sort of multicultural events. We've had lots of international type events through the festival. Uh, they're given a startup fund of £200 as well from the university and the aim is that they make that money back by commercialising their events, so selling tickets or fundraising as part of that and also that they uh, raise additional funds for the charities that they're working with as well and they have 11 weeks to plan and uh, organise and deliver and evaluate that festival. So it's quite an intense module um, and it's incredibly impressive what they managed to do in, mm. in that short space of time. And I understand it's won a number of awards, uh, such as Student Event of the Year at the Scottish Event Awards. Um, how does it feel for your programme and for the students' efforts over the years to have been recognised like that? It's just amazing. It's a great thing for the students to put on their CV and also to be recognised. They put a a lot of work into into running the festival and I really think they they make a huge impact. So the last couple of years they've attracted over 450 people to the events. Uh, They've raised significant funds for the charities that they've been involved with as well. And they really bring a sort of different um, creative insight and inspiration to the city in that sense. So I really think um, it's great that they can be recognised for all of that effort that they they put in. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you mentioned that the festival's uh, third year uh, project, and then the main event is final year. Is how big a step up is it um, from the one to the other? It's designed to be a step up. So the festival gives um, a little bit of a um, a bit more support to the students. So they get given a venue, they get given a time, um, and they're working in slightly bigger groups as well. So it takes the, the pressure off them in that sense. Uh, the main event in fourth year um, is a much bigger step up. They're given a lot more responsibility. They work in groups of four or five rather than the eight. Okay. And each of those um, have a, a role within it. So whether that's finance, whether it's fundraising, whether it's programming, marketing they're working on their specific role of responsibility and they're not given a brief so they're solely responsible um, to work with the charity that they've been assigned and to come up with a whole new event idea Um, and that is part of it as well so the the charity that they work with they are supposed to discuss with that charity and come up with an event that's new for the charity calendar as well so that in the future the charity's got an event they can take forward um, and have that sort of sustainability uh, for the future as well so um, so it is a big step up but I think the festival module provides that that sort of helping hand to then Mm -hmm. um, take on that bigger responsibility in fourth year. And what kind of events have the students organised for the main event? 
we've had a whole rain. So, um, and I think that's the exciting part for us actually Absolutely, every year yeah. um, is kind of looking forward to the um, fabulous and weird and wacky and, and everything that comes out of it. And we do try to give that flexibility too. So uh, I think some of the events that well, we've had about 45 events right. over the last kind of four years. Um, we had a couple of years ago, the Daffodil Drive-In, which was a big drive-in cinema down at uh, Potodri, uh, raising money for Marie Curie. Uh, last year we had um, an event called called SensorFest, which was um, a day festival um, held for Inspire. And it was for those that have learning difficulties um, and it provided a sort of day um, where they can enjoy different sort of um, things related to the senses. So there was a nice sort of light display and, and all of those kind of things. Uh, we had a zombie theme survival event last right. year as well called Escape the Woods. Um, we had the Afafine Artisan um, Afternoon, which was up at Lochter Activity Centre. And that actually won student event of the year at the Scottish Events Awards last year. Um, and that was a, a fantastic event. They brought together, I think it was 26 stool holders from the local area who all produced sort of artisan project, uh, projects, products. Um, and it was very much about promoting that. And they had a big family day. So they had Doric storytelling and they had felt making okay, and they had wow. local musicians and things like that. And again, they, I think they had over 400 people through the doors for that. Um, and this year we've got a whole range of them planned. So we've got um, FamFest, which is a family fund day taking place we've got a mother's day uh, bonnie brunch um, <laughs> we've got a fitness event which is the aberdeen boot camp so if anyone wants to take on the challenge of sort of rolling around in the mud so that's definitely <laughs> not me that's coming up <laughs> uh, we've got boogie bingo um and uh, we've got the mad scientist mixology as well okay. which is a cocktail masterclass. so so you can probably tell from that it's a whole range of different events and so yeah they, they really get user creativity then absolutely yeah, yeah and we, we very much encourage that um, um, and and it's very much their discussion with the charity and, and what they feel is going to be beneficial for that charity um, going forward. So with all the charities that uh, yourselves and the students have worked with over the years, I mean, do you have a, can you tell us roughly how much money both the student festival and the main event have raised over the years? Yeah, absolutely. We um, broke the, I think it was two years ago now, yeah, it would have been we broke the 100 grand uh, wow. mark for the main event. Um, we're now at about 120 grand, I think, from last year that the students have raised through that. Um, and it was only last year that we started running the festival for charity as okay. well. So yeah. they raised just over £5,000 for the two festivals, which was um, Diabetes UK and Erskine. Um, so yeah, I guess we're, we're at about 100 £125,000 that the students have raised over the years. And obviously, as you mentioned, I mean, another benefit for the charity is that they can take these events forward um, after the students have designed them. Um, of course, you're no stranger to charity yourself. Um, <laughs> am I right in thinking that you climbed Kilimanjaro with your mother-in-law last year? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> putting people like me to shame, definitely. It's, yeah, it, it was. Um, it was a really, it was an incredible experience, actually, and um, uh, an endurance test for sure. Um, so it was six and a half days of trekking up. Um, and a day and a half down, and we had to trek uh, through the night from 10 o'clock at night through to uh, 6, 7 a.m. in the morning to get to the top of the summit. So, um, but it was just absolutely stunning. Mm -hmm. And I think um, it's good to test yourself with these things. And it was my mother-in-law's um, bucket list to do. Oh, so wow, okay. she decided a couple of years ago and we, we just went for it. And, and she was amazing because she, she hadn't really done anything like that before. So um, with a sort of year and a half of training, she mm. managed to climb the highest mountain in Africa. So I was incredibly proud of her and uh, incredibly proud of us for getting Yeah, but to say, proud of yourself as well. You did it too. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, now, Rachel, while you're an events management lecturer, uh, your PhD is actually in paranormal experiences. Um, correct. <laughs> and your current research is focused on supernatural tourism. So we're absolutely going to have to get you on to talk about that. <laughs> That's a whole other episode in itself. But before we finish, one quick question. What's the spooky, and it's completely <laughs> nothing to do with what we've been speaking about, but what's the spookiest place you've ever been to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been to some pretty spooky places. I guess that's <laughs> part of the part of the the research area. Um, I've been to Fivey Castle, uh, the toll booth, various sort of spooky prisons and mm -hmm. things like that over the years. But actually, the the spookiest place I've spent the night because you end up doing these things in this line of research. Um, it's actually Aberdeen Central Library, which really? is not where you would think of. But there's some pretty good spooky stories from there, and and it's a it's a creepy place to be at night. So so well, next time you. Go and take your book out from Absolutely. the library. You can think about that. <laughs> well, Dr. Rachel Ironside, thank you so much for joining me today. No problems. Thank you very much. And Thanks. thank you everyone for listening to another episode of RGU Talk. On behalf of the university, I've been Johnny Milne, and we'll talk to you later.